We got a big broadcast to do here. Listener discretion is advised. Fair warning. Um, I'm not nice and I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. So I'm gonna spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. You know what time it is. It's time for In The Mix With Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed from your Keep It Real friend. I know a lot of folks are uncomfortable talking about black, gay, male. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, what do you need to take out? Do you take out the man? Do you take out the gay? Do you take out the black? And now, the one, the only, Trent Jackson. Hi, everybody. You're in the mix with Trent. Um, sorry for being uh, 20 minutes late. Are we? Uh, what is this? <clears throat> Excuse me. We don't do stuff like this over here. Um, well, at least you know that the show is live. <laughs> all the way live and not some pre-taped madness, um, as I've, I've been accused of um, doing before. Mm-hmm. But um, I showed up to the studio today. Um at my usual time, twelve fifty. Well, I I was earlier than usual. I usually roll in about twelve twenty-five. <clears throat> Excuse me, five minutes before I have to be on air, and I pulled up. And of course, there's a video of it on Instagram because I was like, "Where, where is Omar? Where is um the other one? That one? <laughs> where is he? He the main one? He presses all the fucking buttons." And I waited and I loaded up everything. And I just assumed that you guys had gone to get food. Like, I honestly didn't. Well, that's what um, Malik went and did. You know, he, you know, the constituency niggas love their chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't eat that. So um, he rolled right up right behind me. And of course, because he has to open the door like the gentleman <laughs> that he is. So when I don't see the, 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 the Tay boy uh, or whatever his name is. Um, I was like, oh, let me find out that I have to um do the show myself today, like all the way, which I'm totally capable of doing. But um, cause I I'm the one that showed Tay how to press all the buttons. It was me that did it. Like, who do you think trained him? So I'm totally capable. Um, I just didn't, you know, and of course I needed to get it together anyway. Um, first of all, shout out to the people that have subscribed um to In the Mix with Trent on Demand. Y'all are popping, popping. Let me tell you. Here's the thing. There are um, a few top ten episodes um, in the because I can see everything, and there are a few on um, top ten episodes. But I had no idea when I woke up this morning that yesterday's show was going to be the like second most downloaded show, and. So I'm like, I had good numbers yesterday for listeners, like live, but I had just as great numbers um, for on demand. Yes, so I was like, oh, look at this. Is this a trend or what? Um, if you've ordered 
any um, of the season premiere uh, or season premiere, season pass or VIP memberships, um, your merchandise is going out today and tomorrow. So hopefully you should be there by the weekend. Thanks for being patient. Well, Tay, um, scratch this um, down right now because you don't know this, but there's a, a young lady by the name of Brooks. Last name. <laughs> Not the first name. <laughs> That's the first name. <laughs> I thought it was a man. Uh, <laughs> um, by the name of Brooks. Um, she already got her stuff, so don't send her shit. I mean, not like that. I mean, she's a lovely lady, one of the good time girls. Um, so she's already gotten her stuff in in her hand in a package. Well, not in a package, but in her hand. You know, she has it already. So, she's a very nice lady. I love I love her. Um, so I have a few things to talk about today. It's gonna get a little real. Um, I listened to like when I saw that um last night's episode was popping popping, um and on demand. I had to go back and listen to it to it myself. So. Um, while well, on uh, day two of Rodent Patrol, just to make sure that they don't pop out anymore, <laughs> up all night like a crackhead. <laughs> you, um, I was listening to it again, and I was like, "Oh, this this was really interesting." There are some things that I wanted to clean up from yesterday. Um, you know, first of all, the first, and I'm going to go to a commercial after this. The thing is, like, I don't give words too much power. Um. I have been a victim of, you know, word retaliation, as I like to call it, for, for for a long time. They love the adjectives fat and fag and anything else they can come up with, right, to be degrading. So because I know how people are and what they default to, like, I took away, you know, power from those words. And so if someone calls me, like a white person calls me a nigger, the first trigger, like, my first response is to, is to almost immediately laugh. <laughs> Because it's happened before, and I'm just like, girl. <laughs> okay, girl, have a good day, nigger. And I call the one back. And isn't it until they get physical um, that, you know, I want to, like, do something. But um, I say all that to say I dropped the F-bomb yesterday a couple times. I don't take it back. I meant everything that I said. I don't, everything, I, everything I said, I meant it. So... You could do what you want to do with it. Um, <laughs> I'm not apologizing. I shared what I shared. And what I said is never no bullshit. You're in the mix with Trent. Thanks for listening. Back in a second. You're listening, listening to, to In The Mix with Trent on BKT Radio. Hey, why are you playing so many fucking games with me today? I'm like, oh, God. What? You still didn't tell me why you was late to work without a call. What is his name back there again? What is your name? Malik Omar? Who's back there? I don't know who's back there. I can't see. Who's back there? Somebody hand him a microphone, and and he needs to tell me, because I don't know anybody's names, number one. I would look at you dead in your face and call you a different name. I swear to God. And, and, and I know it's not your name, but it fits you. So you just have to answer to it in the moment. I don't mean anything by it. Just go there with me. No, people think that it's a game. Did you see all the stuttering I just did looking at y'all trying to figure out who y'all was? I was like, okay, this one is that one. 
God, this is annoying. So you mean to tell me when I'm 80 years old, this is what I'm going to be doing? Am I going to? I don't have time for pre-Alzheimer's or anything of that. Look, I, can we reverse it now? <laughs> yes, you can reverse it now. Trent Jackson, stop smoking the reefer. <laughs> Not hard. Not hard. Take care of yourself now so you won't have to have anybody else do it for you in the future. Oh, please. You got a girl sucking your dick right now. <laughs> Can't nobody see what the fuck you're back there doing. Anyway, um, I thought about some a few things. You know, friendship, you know, here, here we go. <laughs> you know, oftentimes people think that you are crazy until it happens to them. And just watch out who you judge in life and in general, especially me. You friends with me, you judge me. I'll be looking at you like, okay, bitch, is that what you feel? You really thought that I did this because you thought that it was the best decision of all? No, this is what what I had to work with. Out of the fucked up shit that I, I got the most logical thing. And I always win because of that shit. You know, it's one of the things that I love most about coming from a dysfunctional background is that i can make beautiful pieces of art out of dog shit <laughs> and it's a skill because everybody can't do that it's not the money it's not about um talent it's about survivability and making the best out of a situation and some people are just now learning that in good old miss 2021 <laughs> last year was a was a ring your bell moment for a whole bunch of people except for the bitches that already been through stuff while everybody else is living in life having a good ass time so everybody's got to learn something. I say all that to say, be careful who the fuck you judge and who you talk about. Because the shoe will always be on the other foot and the table will always turn. That is what I do know. Because guess what? After you've set up and judged everybody else for their decisions, and then you find yourself in their shoes and you got to make some crazy ass decisions with the shit that you got to go through right now in a moment. Guess who you got to come back to? The same motherfuckers that you talked about. And that you laughed at and overlooked the shit is not so funny no more. And not only is it not funny no more, bitch, you look horrible, run down, run through, dehydrated and half damn handicapped. Can barely fucking walk. And you ain't even, this is not even from getting fucked. This is just from going through life situations. Child, it's okay to look disheveled in the mess after you just got your back blown out. But goddamn, you just lost your job and you just thought the whole fucking world was over. So you mean to tell me you don't wrap yourself up that much in the motherfucking job to where, what? <laughs> Bitch! Girl! But you swear to God that I was down at the job talking all kind of crazy, popping off at the mouth, just like I don't know how to fucking act. Bitch, I pop off for the radio. I pop off for the TV show. I know that I'm a black man in America, and I'm very aware and well that they put us in a box and expect us to act in place and tails tucked in at all times. So do you think that I really got as far as I got acting like a whole ass motherfucking nigga down there? Come on, nigga, what? And now that you don't went through some shit and see how some shit go, now you want to call me talking about, oh, guess what? <laughs> Click. <laughs> Block. Because, <laughs> bitch, I ain't trying to hear about that dumb shit that you just pulled. When I tried to warn your ass nine damn whole months ago about the shit that was coming your way, you didn't believe me because you thought that you was above it and thinking it was going to happen to you. Bitch, how you think you above something you don't even believe in God? Oh, okay. But you calling on him now. 
You think he hears you? Bitch, he don't hear you. He ain't even sending no people no way to come fucking help you. You had to help all in front of you all goddamn day, but you called me a fat fag and laughed at me and thought I was just talking shit high all the goddamn time. And then look at you high all the goddamn time and don't even know what to fucking do. I love to see it. And no, I'm not helping you this time because I tried to help you last time. And we both saw where that got us. So let's just say no and try again. Mm-hmm. And for the record, I came in here full on goddamn sober today. I'm looking around for a blunt and a lighter. <laughs> and there's not one in sight. It's like, oh, oh. so we got to keep on talking shit too, bro. I guess it was meant for it to come out this way. Mm-hmm. I don't apologize for calling her Asian sea witch either. I meant what I said. So, um. Y'all can keep y'all little fucking comments to me uh, about what the fuck y'all think and what I should or should not have said. The bitch shouldn't have cornered me and asked me for no motherfucking picture that she already fucking had because she's crazy. And Bitch, uh, I can say what the fuck I want to say. We see how you, what the fuck you say when somebody do that shit to you. See how you feel. Oh, but that's right. You don't even got nobody that like you like that. So um, there's that. I said that I wasn't going to address the situation anymore, and I am not. And know that I have not talked to him, Tay. What? He's not going. He's not interested in calling. First of all, if he didn't call before, what? Why he gonna call now? Because it is. What? What? <laughs> and child, when I when I see him, because I'm I'm going to see him, bitch. It's going to be the fucking coldest, weirdest shit ever in the fucking room. But not to anybody like child. I will walk into a room and not even speak to you. <laughs> not even look at you the whole time. Be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then when you try to talk to me, I will go to the bathroom. I will walk out the door for a smoke break. Bitch, and don't start trying to chase after me when I, bitch, I will break out and start running. <laughs> Have you ever seen a fat person run like they on a football field, bitch? It'll be 96 all this motherfucker on the football field as a freshman be running my ass off. Child, I don't even try it. Mm-mm. Because this is the truth of the situation. I'm going to break it down for you. and I'm not going to talk about this no more. People in situations that treat you the best also somehow teach you a lesson about what it feels like to be treated the worst. I learned that lesson a long time ago. A long time ago, about six years ago, I learned that. And it prepared me for moments like this. Enjoy what's happening in the moment in front of you. Don't put anything extra. The whole thing about the situation, I never put anything extra on it. At all. I enjoyed the moment. It's over and done. It was a couple things, but in all in all, I learned something. And I had a lot of takeaways, and that's what I'm taking away. Anything else that you get from a beautiful, altering experience that helps you become a better person, and you see what it is in the moment, anything that comes out of that situation is an added bonus. Whether it be sex, a lifetime friend, 
um, drinks, whatever. Those are added benefits to whatever you're experiencing in that moment. Nothing more. And we have to stop placing these expectations on people from our own, you know, not even placing. We have to stop projecting our expectations onto people because when we project, these are our ideas of what we think we should be doing or how we think something should be going or how we think something should be happening. Don't do that. Because that's how you come up looking crazy and tossed up every single fucking time. (laughs) Take it from somebody that knows. So all through this whole thing, this is nothing that's going to depress me and be like, oh my God, child, please. It was great. It was a fantastic time. And you know that, you know what I learned? The most important thing out of the, out of the whole fucking time is that I can have a man treat me with respect. He, he reset the, the, what it is, you know, that I like in a man. He literally reset the fucking blueprint, the prototype of the kind of guy that I would like to date or should be dating. And that's huge. That's monumental. Shape-shifting. And if that's all I got out of the deal, bless. Because there's one less thing I got to deal with down the line. You're in the mix with Trent. Thanks for listening. Back in a second. You're listening Listening to In the Mix with Trent on BKT Radio. Wait a minute, Tay. Is that right? Is that right? No way. <sighs> Throw the whole day away. <laughs> it's one thirty. We're at segment two. <laughs> Fucking, what is up with you? I can't. <sighs> Over the break, I thought about something that I don't want to talk about right now. I'm good at doing that, huh? Oh, like I, I thought of something. I don't want to talk about it. It's too emotional. Don't want to cry right now, little bitch. Oh my god. Um, are you guys going to Cinco de Mayo tomorrow? <laughs> I've been allegedly invited out. Um, but you know, people, they change their mind in my brain. Um, and then, uh, I got invited to a birthday party on, on, uh, Friday. Is it Friday? Is that, is that what I'm like? Yeah. Friday. And, um, I, I, I'm really interested in going to the party. You know, I am. But it's also not my friendship crew. And I am very particular about um, where I go and what I do. And there has to be at least three people in the room that I know. And there are three people in the room that I know. But I don't. <sighs> it, it gets real iffy and thick because I'm, I'm very particular about mixing friendship circles. And <laughs> today's one of those days where I wish the cameras were here where I could just make a face instead of um, having to think about how to distribute. Oh, just fucking say it already. They all know that you talk about them anyway. So the thing is, is that this person is a friend of a friend. And I mean, when I tell you that they're friends, they're like, they're friends, friends. And not like in a sexual way, but they like grew up together. So like they're thick as thieves, right? And 
I'm in my brain, like, even though I'm cool and people love to have me at the party and all like that, like, I'm still very shy and still very, (laughs) believe it or not, I will walk into a room and won't just find a corner and we'll sit there and won't say nothing to nobody. Yeah, that's me. Hat, brim hat down, don't have time. So, this person made a comment, was like, oh, I didn't get invited to the party. And I'm like, well, oh, I didn't know that you wanted to come, but number one, I didn't put it together. They kind of just did this for me at the last minute, but, you know. And then they go, well, I'm going to make sure that you come to my party. And I'm just like. Okay. Um, I appreciate that invite or whatnot. Um, okay. I'll be there. You know, I like to show up when people invite me because it means that they like you. They, you know, they like you. They want you to be there and all those things. So I'm down with coming. But I'm just like, I'm 40 years old, sir. And (laughs) let me just let you know how I feel about this. I am looking at you sideways because I, you are another grown man. (laughs) And I don't really know you like that. So why are you inviting me to your birthday party? Grown men don't invite each other to birthday parties unless it's some... (laughs) business they smoke cigars you know uh they have they you know fuck the same girl like something like that they're into sports like you know my team is a favorite 49ers yours is the 49ers you know something not just come to my birthday party that it just reads sexual energy to me like i two grown 40 year old niggas don't they're not, i'm not inviting another grown man to my birthday party unless we're like friends friends like we've been down with each other for 10 years like that's my homeboy it's my boy you know or i want to fuck you these are the only two reasons why i'm inviting another grown man to my birthday party or my barbecue or anything of that nature and then the question becomes it's like okay you want to fuck me but what are your friends gonna think about this Cause your friends ain't dumb, nigga. They not dumb, and they and you gonna mention the slip up. Oh, I was with Trent the other night, and it's like, oh, what was y'all doing together? Wasn't even a picture of it on Instagram. Like, what's going on? Like, see, it's just a weird match. Like, what are they doing hanging out? Like, you look. I know how this goes, so I'm just like, mm. are you trying to hook me up with somebody at the party? Like, look. What you what you got up? It's just weird to me. Even though I love being invited places, I love I love an invite, but under the right circumstances and from the right people. Like another grown man, I'm not I'm not really accepting an invite to his party. And like unless I know him and we have had some type of interaction or business together, not just because I think you're cool and <laughs> at forty years old. I don't know. Maybe I'm just taking this the wrong way, but I'm going to go reluctantly. Well, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's not even reluctant. I'm going to go and I'm going to keep an open mind without any expectations. I'm going to have a couple drinks. I'll mingle. I'll insert, um, witty comment here when I can. And you know, I'll move on just like I do any other social situation and just pray that I don't say too much. 
But secretly, people love it when you say too much, and then they always come find you on fucking Instagram later, or they ask you for your Insta before you leave the party. And it's just like, girl, for what? Are we, are we really gonna be friends, or is this on some LA friend bullshit? I mean, let me know now, cause I take friendship real serious. Like, I, I like to call people on the phone, drunk dog at midnight, and child. If you're not with all that, I need to know now, so I could just delete you or not save your number at all, or not follow you back. It's just this surface friendship. Speaking of non-surface friendships, <laughs> shout out to my homegirl, um, Tara. Hey, girl. How are you? Yeah. If you're listening today, thanks for that a very large order. Is that about 20 t-shirts or something that you put an order in for? <laughs> I love it. I love when stuff like that happens. Honey, it's like, what are you going to do with all those t-shirts? Are you reselling them on the street? I mean, they're already to me at maximum markup, so <laughs> it just it, it baffles me that some people are really out here paying thirty dollars and forty dollars for a t shirt. Like if it was limited edition or something like that, sure fine. But like just girl, it's gonna fade after seventy five washes in six years, girl. And you girl. Honey, even Janet Jackson's her. I said, girl, I said, you done bumped your head $50 for a t-shirt. Girl, it already costs $300 to get up in here. And now you want $50 for a t-shirt, child? You better. In the next tour, the t-shirts were $22. Sis, like, girl, I mean, $25 for a program book. A mug, maybe, okay? But, girl... Four hundred dollars for the front row, bitch, and now you want fit. This is not a thousand dollar event, girl. And the girls don't even know you like that. Like, come on, sis. I love her. I mean, come on, she knows what's up. I can't believe we're only in the second segment. I have something that I'm trying to avoid talking about, and it's not even a bad thing. Um. I, I don't think I'll get emotional. I think I have all of. I think I've done all the crying. One last cry, like Brian McKnight. I've got it all out of the way. I think we're done with commercials for the day too. Try to get the commercials out of the way early, but Tay was just insistent on talking to me down the hall, and I missed the cue. Because where there was usually a commercial, there was not a commercial. There was a fucking um, ID block, a station ID block, and I was talking, and I'm like, wait, what? Why is there? No- crazy person anyway you're in the metro trend um when i come back from this nice is there a commercial after this or no tell me now because i don't want to be talking and then it's all crazy child what oh it's just it's not a commercial so i'm going to go to a song and then i'm going to come back and um for those of you who who listen you know regularly and are familiar you know how um i feel about my cousin tuesday i've talked about her before um, she's a lot of the reason why the music on the station is programmed the way that it is. Um, but I have a story about her and her son when I come back. You're in the mix of Trent live streaming on BKT Radio, Spotify, podcast, Apple Music. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening on demand. Back in a second. You're listening, listening to, to In the Mix with Trent on BKT Radio. Thanks for listening. So you want to know what song was played during the live version of the show? 
check out the episode notes and you'll find the link to the Apple Music playlist that includes all the music from the radio show. Thanks for subscribing. Back to the show. You're listening, listening to, to In The Mix with Trent on BKT Radio. You are back in the mixture, Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Um, so here's the deal. Today is um, my cousin's birthday. And uh, Tuesday, well, she has a son. She has actually two sons and a daughter. And today is her oldest son's birthday. Let me do the math. Where is my calculator? Because I need to, I think he is 27, if I am doing the math correctly. Because you know I don't do math. I need a calculator. Yeah, I did the math right, 27. Um... I have not talked to the young man or seen the young man since his mother passed away because sometimes that happens. Um, so Kwame, if you ever hear this, happy birthday, happy 27th birthday. And just know that um, I have always thought about you, wondered what you were up to, how you were. Um, and you're grown enough to listen to my show now. <laughs> And to have a conversation with me about all the unanswered questions that you might have about your mother. Um, I think you know, and I think that you remember. Um, you, I'm sorry, me and your mother were really close, extremely close. Um, and I like to think that your memories are preserved like mine were as a youth. You remember some things. And in a way, I hope that I'm included in that. But one day and soon, I hope that we are able um, just to have a conversation as adults, as grown men, um, to give you any mis- missing pieces that you might have um, about your mother, my cousin. And it's something that I would want somebody to do for me about my father. Because sometimes you have questions that your grandmother or your father or or whomever, they don't want to come clean about, you know, the truth um, in situations. Also, too. um, And the happy birthday that what I have to say to is officially over, but this is just the next thing is something that. You should really, really be aware of, but it's something that is out of really both of our controls. Um, Your mother asked something of me before she passed away. And this is the part where I tried to avoid because I did not. Where are we at with the cry counter? Are we at 11? (laughs) 12? 12 cries? Um... Your mother asked something of me. My cousin asked something of me before she passed away. And it was on the heels of a conversation that I didn't know would be our last. Even though while having that conversation, I held on to it like it would be the last. I can still remember the day, the time of day, what we talked about, what was said. 
It was probably one of the longest conversations that she and I ever had in life. Over the phone. And one of the things she asked of me before she passed away was to look out for you. And to make sure that you knew the truth. And I almost feel like I failed you in some type of way, even though I know that's hardly the truth and it's never that easy, especially um, because you were younger and you had a father and a grandmother that protected you. And they're skilled at protecting people from the truth. That's just what it is. And they would rather keep you away from me to not know the truth because of the way that will, it will make them look. And I am willing and ready to risk my relationships, whatever is left of it with them to give you that peace and that freedom. Because I instinctively and intuitively know that you have questions that can only be answered by somebody outside of the people that you interact with. And I really hope and pray that at 27 that you are doing well. I know you're smart. You've always been smart. I'm proud of your accomplishments. And don't think for a second that I did not want to be a part of your life and everything that you did. Because what you need to know is that even when I lived in Arizona, an hour away from you, I was kept away from your house. And that is just simply the truth. Even though I had an address, I wasn't just about to pop up to somebody's house when I knew that I was not welcome and wanted there for a number of reasons. The primary reason being that I'm gay. And it's also the easiest way to put up a defense when people don't want to deal with you. Oh, you're gay. I don't like you. I'm not comfortable with you. Don't want you around me. It's a cop out. But not to be messy, it's a couple of people in your family, women that lick some pussy. And uh, it's a known fact. So let's not pull that gay card over here. I don't do that one. We pull a gay card. Everybody's gay card will get pulled, bitch. Sticking to the facts here. But I will find a way to honor my cousin and to um, keep my word to her about what she and, and carry out what she asked me to do. But um Kwame, happy birthday if you ever hear this and know that I love you. And I'm always here for you whenever you need it. Know that. You're listening, listening to t- in the mix with Trent on BKT Radio. I'm here. You're in the mixture trend. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> well, we're at the end of the show with three minutes to spare. Look at that. Perfect timing. Even though you were late today, 
and the studio counter is is over by 17 minutes and by the time it'll be over 20 minutes so thanks tay you've got this all right today <laughs> hopefully the commercials were placed right and i don't get dinged for it. um what do we talk about today like there was so you know what yesterday i listened to the show yesterday and i was like dog like i can't um getting off course and i couldn't remember what the fuck i was talking about from one second to the next it was just way too much going on that's why um but even at the end i was like completely fucking delirious and falling asleep in this very chair a fucking whole ass entire mess (laughs) so yeah um thanks to all the on-demand people that listen i really appreciate it And uh, the bottom line is this, you know, take what you can from the experiences. Don't expect too much um, of anyone. Only thing you should really expect um, something from is yourself. And the only person that you should be trying to outdo and compete is yourself and what you did the day before. Um, Try something new. Try something different. It's beautiful out in L.A. If you're listening in L.A., go out and enjoy some sun and get you some damn business. (laughs) Because mine is over. Mine and my business is over in two minutes. <laughs> but no, for real, for real. Um, just take the best from every single experience. Stay away from negative people. You know who they are. They've been negative your whole life. You just need to accept it for what it is. People are full of shit. Um, they're miserable. Uh, they don't want to change. They want to be stuck and they want to be comfortable where they at. And that's fine. It's fine. And you don't have to judge them. You don't have to feel any kind of way about it. But what you will do is mind your own fucking business and don't interact with these people so you don't have to become them. It's just that simple. And when you see a motherfucker's contrary, just want to argue with you and arguing because they're ignorant and they want their way and they think that their way is the best way, child, walk away. (laughs) Just like when these niggas act crazy, they want to fake ghost and do a child, bye. It was nice talking to you. Because I guarantee... The next time that they see you, like they see me, child, hair be longer, skin is um, popping without the fucking makeup on, okay? Ass is still fat, tighter than the last time you tapped on it, all right? Done lost about 15, but look, I'm good. Only thing I need now is a Michael Jackson. <laughs> look, I just need a Michael Jackson wig and I'll be good. Cause this this ball here is crazy, bitch. You ball and how the back of your head gonna be snatched ball? I can't take it. But um, let me go get a biotin treatment. I don't know. Thanks for listening. You've been in the mix with Trent. Let's do this again tomorrow at twelve thirty. I really, really, really do appreciate you for listening. Have a good night and be safe. And um, on demand, it'll be available in about four hours. So thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow. Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is Too Short. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Thicke. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent. You're listening, listening to, to In the Mix ah. with Trent on BKT Radio. I love this station.